We're back in business. Masilat Yesharim. Chasidut, piousness. This is to teach us how to be, give pleasure to our Father in Heaven, not to be Chasidish. So people don't get confused. It says, There are three parts to Chasidut. So the three parts of being a chassid, the Messiah is in the action, how you carry it out, and the third part is your intention. Even the first one you could split into two. One is between us and our Father in Heaven, as where Shavuot is next week, the most auspicious and wonderful of all days, the days that we accepted the Torah. We... The day that we said Na so the Ten Commandments, the two tablets, is split into two. The uh, the first half is between us and God, and the second half is between us and our friend. Now he goes to elaborate. So he says, a, a chassid in his first half, he's very meticulous and particular to do every mitzvah in its most outstanding and perfect way. And this is what it calls in the Talmud, she'are mitzvah, mitzvah, the leftover of the mitzvah, the extra credit. Right? Have you ever remembered the teachers always to give extra credit points? So the chassid is very intense. He just doesn't want to get an A. He wants to get... By the way, the Gemara says, don't think it's a small uh, thing, this Shayare Mitzvah. Shayare Mitzvah, they are... Um, they're a great product that stops... The man, uh, you know, tragedies and bad news from happening to the community. Even though you can complete the mitzvah, the main part of the mitzvah without them, and you are, you have fulfilled your, you've been yotzei dechova, right? You've been fulfilled your obligation. Not just for the regular guy, but for the chassid, he wants to go above and beyond his letter of the law. And he wants to be as perfect as possible. He says the second part of this is between us and our friend. Remember, I was mentioning this last time, at the end of last week's year. He says, the true chassid is the ultimate giver. It's very interesting. Out of all the Ben Adam the Chaveroys, the Mesil Yesharim picks Chesed. That one should be help everybody in his most outstanding and possible way. And God forbid you should never harm anybody or cause them emotional pain. And that's whether in your physical state, your monetary, or uh, emotionally, right? 
So he goes to elaborate. You should try to take everybody's burden off their back, right? And you should feel each other's, each other's uh, your fellow's pain, right? For example, that's why big, it's a big, big mitzvah that people should, um, you know, uh, We we tr- we we wanna visit the sick, whether they're emotionally sick, depressed. If you see, God forbid, harm is coming your friend's way, you go and you put a stop to it before it gets them right. You save your friend from pain. And you, you, you do, you're not lazy. You go through the hardship and the headache to do that. Now, how does this apply with money? He says, You for sure want to have your friend stay away from any harm. And for sure, that harm shouldn't come from you, right? Uh, my son-in-law was telling me, he, he heard in a shir, the Chazonish said, I don't want you guys to brag about my greatness during my funeral, but just say one thing about me, that I was very careful not to cause anybody any type of pain. Emotional, psychological, physical, financial, you know? The Hasid is very, very careful that he should you know, be um, sensitive to people's needs. You know what I mean? And their their emotion and their, you know. Whether it's to private or the public, he does not want to be the source of any pain or harm to anybody. Even though right now you're not causing anybody harm, but potentially it could cause harm. The chassid is always going above and beyond the letter of the duty, right? See, the chassid doesn't want to be in, even in the same ballpark as sin and pain, causing others pain, right? <laughs> he's always going to you know be very careful about that and as it says in Pirkei Avot Yehi mamon chavercha chavivalecha keshelcha which means what? your friend's money should be as um, precious to you as your own money Honestly, that's the main manifestation of love your neighbor is yourself. Benefesh, with your body. So, this is, uh, comes back to my positivity podcast that I hope all you guys are listening to. You, you see, the Hasid wants to give his friend as much Nachat Ruach. You know what Nachat Ruach means? Pleasure and 
Ben, ben, like respecting people, complimenting people. Guys, it's so easy if you put a little bit heart and soul and mind to it to compliment people on their unique talents and virtues and you make them feel like a million dollars, right? Does that cost you anything out of your pocket? No. It takes two seconds of your time, a minute of your time. See, that's what I said. We, we should, Ravi, this was the whole Chiddush of Yisrael Salanta, right? Don't push people so, to go kiss the Torah. And this is all based on Kabbalah. Hashem is more sensitive about, Hashem is much more, it's much more easy to ask God for forgiveness between a sin between you and Hashem. Hashem cannot forgive you if you do harm, cause emotional, financial, or any type of pain between you and another person. That person has to what? So the Hasid is very in tune to this, right? That he's very, very meticulous and careful and sensitive, very deliberate in his actions, that they should only be complimenting people and honoring people and building up people, not tearing down people. You know, sometimes when you don't think and some comes out of your mouth, you break people's hearts and you, you know, you offend them, you know. The Hasid is very meticulous about that. That's what the Misal Sisharm is saying. He doesn't want to cause anybody heartache or be insensitive, insensitive to them. The The bottom line is the Hasid wants to be the embodiment of loving, loving kindness. He loves to do kindness. And the, 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 you know, Chazal, our, 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 our whole religion was started by Avram, which was a giver, right? So, part of doing chesed and kindness to people is to increase peace in the world, which is one of the greatest, right? If, if somebody doesn't have shalom bayit or peace between in the family or with his partner or with his neighbor, it's the right thing to sacrifice your time, right? And energy and soul to go increase peace. It says, obviously, this is elementary what I'm telling you, but I'll explain to you all of this from sources in the Gemara. They asked Rabbi Lazar in the Gemara, Megillah Bavli 27, Chavzain Amudbet. They asked Rabbi Zakai, why did you merit to live such a, such a long and fruit, fruitful life? Amar lahem, he told to them, Mimai lo ishtanti bitokhavir He said, I was careful to play in a, when I would pray in the field. Uh, it was, a, it was a place that was free from any type of bad smell. And I never caused called my friend any nickname. You know, a lot of nickname, nicknames, you know, a, a lot of times I, you know, my father of less memory taught me, like, I don't want to say I'm the sheriff in town, but, like, I do call out people. Like, okay, maybe this is what you're doing is wrong, right? Why not? Let's be more. Sometimes, you know, people, they have a, a nickname that's a little bit, demeaning, you know, it's not so nice. So it's not an excuse to say, oh, the whole world calls him this, so why does it make a difference? It's, if it's, 
So, so what the Gemara is saying is Rabbi Zakai was very careful. He never called his friend a nickname. Right? Unless his, his parents call him that nickname or it's an honorable nickname. A lot of times these nicknames started from like, you know, childish making fun. He says, I never stopped making kiddush. He said, I had an old mother. He says, my mother was so careful. She showed, so, see, in the old time, people were beyond poor. You understand? So wine was extremely expensive and hard to find. Not hard to find. People just couldn't afford it. So he says, one time my mother sold one of her hats to, that covered her hair in order to afford kiddush to actually make kiddush. So here we see that he was meticulous in the mitzvot that were between him and Hashem. Because you know, you're allowed to make kiddush on bread if you don't have wine, if you can't afford wine. But he said his his mother was so willing to sacrifice, she was willing to sell her clothes to do this mitzvah. That's midat chasidut. And that, that regarding the, the honor of his friend, see, the altar of Slabatka, Shani, taught us a very important thing. The same diktuk you make, and the Ramchal is doing that here. The same, like we know, we learned the Pnei Yoshua and Marsha and this and that on the, you know, the Gemara. We have to do the same diktuk on the Chazal, on the Agarita. So the Ramchal is doing that here. He's saying these, Things that Rabbi Zakai said that he had a long life wasn't just random. You understand? He he was very, very specific because he's saying he didn't call his friend any um even a minor nickname that may have been potentially right. See, that's the thing. When in doubt, the Hasid always goes and to call people by their honorable name. Even if he has a 1%, um, question that what I'm saying may offend a person, you know, or it may not be totally noble and honorable to his liking. I'm going to just go, you know, so the Hasid is very careful. He has a very careful filter to what comes out of his mouth because he doesn't want to offend anybody. So he says, that's what he says. He says, Rabbi, the, the reason Rabbi Zakai was careful, he said, since some nicknames have bad, you know, they're demeaning. So he, Tosos explains over there, you understand? Rabbi Zakai didn't go to any nicknames. He says, I'm just going to call him his re- real name. And Ravuna. So Ravuna also literally had to sell his clothing for Kiddush Hayom. So you see, even they could have gone by and said Kiddush on bread, they went above and beyond their line and sold their items of clothing that they would wear every day in order to afford that. They asked Rabbi Lazar ben Shamoah, why did you live a long life, his students? His students were very surprised and wanted to know the secret to his success for a long and fruitful life. He says, I never made a shortcut out of the shul. 
and I didn't walk on the heads of, you know, in the olden days, they, they used to sit on the ground. So he said, I used to take a back exit so it didn't look like I was stepping over their heads of the students. So again, extreme, even though they were students and he was allowed to do that, it's an extreme sensitivity to respect people. Opposite of today's, you know, culture where people call each other nasty nicknames and they make fun of each other, right? It's a, it's a different galaxy. It's a, you know, the world of the, the real Hasidim is a world of, they asked Rabbi Prada, why did you live a lot of life as students? He says, I was always, the, I was a very zerizut, remember? Altruistic. Alacrity. I was always the first one in the study hall, in the Bet Midrash. And I always honored the Kohen and never said a bracha in front of him. I always get the honor of saying the bracha to a Kohen. And I never ate from a food that wasn't totally kosher, that they haven't given all the um, parts that it deserved to the Kohen. So again, they asked Rabbi Nuchuna ben Hakana, his students, why did he live a long life? He said, I never, I never was happy when I saw my friend become a loser and get embarrassed, right? You know, some people, the reason why they love saying juicy Lashon Hara, they think by putting other people down. Yeah, so he said, not only did he never do that, but even if by accident his friend did something silly, he said, I was never a smirk and was happy to see people fall down. And he says, I always forgave people before I went to bed. By the way, the, the Yanuka, that's such a great genius and big sadiq that some people are calling him Mashiach, which is, I don't know, necessarily right, but he says a great segula for not to get the sea monster. The CA, you know, the, the Yener Machala, he says a segula is to say four times a day what we say on Kriyat Shema Shalmita, Hareni Mocha Basoleach, right? I forgive everybody, whether in this guild or last guild, nobody should be punished because of me, right? So you see it's a big thing. Like it says over there that um, Rav Huna had... Um, Somebody on his shoulders. He says, even though you might think some people, like we said before, they like to their friend to go down so they could go up. By these great Hasidim, these Talmudic sages. He says, even if the friend offered to honor his old older colleague, right, by giving him a ride on his shoulder like he was a very old man, right, so a younger scholar was going to kind of like, he said, 
they were so meticulous and careful to respect each other that um, he said, even if you yourself are offering to respect me, if I feel that it, it's, it doesn't look honorable for you to do such a thing by honoring me, it's demeaning to you, I won't accept for you to honor me, right? So it's it's um very, very high sense of sensitivity, and that's one of the hallmarks of the Hasid and a true God, all Israel. May Hashem help us to fall in their footsteps. Amen.